All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, a lovely Wednesday afternoon. How are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Live on Oilers Nation YouTube, as always, presented by our title sponsor, PlayAlberta.ca. Get in on all the excitement with odds boosts, same game parlays, player props, and more at PlayAlberta.ca. And also, are you feeling lucky? How about 40 Schmill tonight in Lotto 649? You can get your tickets at PlayAlberta.ca. Dot C-A. God, it'd be nice to win just once, eh? Like, you know, we're not being greedy, are we? Most people out there are like, just, just need one. No big deal, just one. Heck, doesn't have to be 40 mil. Take one, two, three. Hey, wouldn't turn down 40 either, but just saying. How are you? Hope you're having a, a lovely Wednesday. God, it doesn't even feel like November 22nd. It's so ridiculously nice out. I'll admit, though, I would like some snow. So just saying. Where are you on the, uh, are you a fan of the snow or would you prefer no snow? I'm a fan of the snow. I like sledding, tobogganing, get on the ODR, love it. So I don't even mind shoveling, funny enough. It's not uh, not a real big thing that I hate doing. It's kind of fine. Get up early, get it done. It's like a competition for me, really. I always like to be the first in the neighborhood who has the, uh, when there's snow overnight, I just like, you know, to get out, boom, look, it's done. Feel like I got something accomplished. Now, I don't like it when it's maybe eight inches at one time, but a little bit of here and there, it's good. It's blood flowing. I don't love the, uh, now, I don't know if there's any Albertan who's like, hey, minus 30, unless you uh, maybe uh, curve paint collision because, you know, any collision at minus 30, there's usually a little bit like normally a fender bender, nothing, minus 30, everything cracks. So tow truck drivers, they're probably big fans of the minus 30. A lot of things breaking down. But overall, there's a few of us. that uh, A few people, I think, that are big fans of the uh, minus 30. Most of us, like to me, I don't care. Minus 15, minus 10, that stuff doesn't bug me at all. Even like minus 18, not a big deal. You get into minus 25, sure. I don't uh, I don't love it. Don't love it at all. We've got a lot of texts coming in at uh 401-1440, that's 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, be wise, winterize at Jiffy Lube. Don't wait, don't wait, trust me. 
You know what happens when you wait? Now you're playing catch up. You don't like it. It's not good. Get into JiffyLubeService.ca and book your appointment today. Of course, uh, the text line's always open. Uh, the chat at uh, Oilers Nation. Hey, guys, my guest for Who Is It Wednesday is going to be uh, Jay Downton. Uh, nope. No, it uh, is not. It'll. Be, this one will be difficult. I was trying, like, to, to, this is a very good guest. I think you're going to be very excited about our guest today, but I'm having a hard time. I think if I give a hint or two, it gives it away. It's like, it's too easy. So maybe I'll wait till the finals session. Because I'm guessing many of you, when I give the hint, are going to get it right away. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, I'm excited for our Who Is It Wednesday guest at 3 o'clock. All I'm going to say, it's a very timely guest. A very timely guest. There you go. Edmonton orders. Whew, speaking of timely, wouldn't tonight be a good time for their first unit power play to wake up? That would be nice for them. Heck, uh, their defensive play to wake up, uh, limiting chances off the rush, limiting, limiting slot shots. There's a lot of things that need to wake up. The one thing that's actually okay lately is their five-on-five scoring. They got the fifth most goals in five-on-five the last five games. It's something I know. Hey, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I get it. But uh, it is something. Something. So, so there you go. Hey, boys, love the snow. Need a good cold snap to freeze the lakes. Then lots of snow. Nothing beats ice fishing and AM sports radio. End of March, could all melt away from Billy. Billy, I like that. I like that a lot. AM sports radio, ice fishing. It's a good mix. You're sitting in your shack. Where you go, right? Uh, I wonder, like, do you, what makes you curse more? Listening to the show and uh, being reminded of the uh, struggles of the orders or the fact that you haven't caught a fish. I'm curious. I don't have the patience for for, for fishing. I'll be honest. I'm not a very big pay. I, I I don't mind sitting on the boat. Now, I have been ice fishing once, and I will say in like the proper, what I don't even know the proper term, ice house, ice shack, whatever you want to call it. And man, it was warm in there. Like I dressed, I'm like, oh, we're going ice fishing. Here I am. I got the thermals on. I'm in there for like 20 minutes. I'm like, ah. Oh my god, I gotta, I gotta take some layers off. It was super comfortable. It was quite nice. Hey, you just sitting there down the hole, do 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 do. Where you go, little, a uh, little bit more comfortable than sitting in the canoe, I would admit. And uh, it was quite warm. So I, maybe I got spoiled in my first ice fishing experience, but I felt it quite comfortable. That's uh, that's what I remember from ice fishing. So. Hey boys, hunters need the uh, cold weather to get the animals moving. From Henry. Well, there you go. See. Lots of people like it. Hey, guys, I'm a fan of snow and sledding down the hill and uh, hitting the icy patch. Oof. Yeah, why not? God, the tobogganing, man, it's still one of the... I don't care how old you are. Although, one of my buddies, no joke, uh, well, let's... Like, there's, there's tobogganing to a point, and then there's a certain level of tobogganing where, you know, you're on a big... The big two tire tube, you're going down too big of a hill. You're just asking for issues. So, like, I think there's a certain level of tobogganing, but it is unbelievable. It's still one of my favorite things. Uh, I go with my son now. I love it. Got it. They, I, I think it used to be called Seven Hills in St. Albert. I don't even know what the proper uh, uh, term of the hill is right now, but I know where it is, and that's where we go sledding. And it's still, like, that's a great hill in St. Albert. It's a great like, and it's a workout, baby. You want to sometimes you maybe only go halfway up because it kind of it goes down. It's pretty steep, and then it levels off for a bit, and then it goes again. It's unreal, right before behind uh, Father Jan School. So anybody in Saint Albert, I don't even know. Is it Seven Hills? No, I don't even know what it's called. I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a natural born Saint Albert. Okay, I'm transplanted. I, I still don't know the vast majority of the city. I know where I'm going, but you know when someone mentions like a street name, I'm like. Tell me what it's by. Oh, okay, now I know where you are. I don't know. You know, I don't know the quadrants. You know, I know where the L's are because I live there. I'm like Mo on uh, Calvin and Hobbes. I'm street smart. I know what street I live on. It's basically the extent of it. So, hey guys, I'm going on a limb. Would your guest be Jeff Jackson from Eddie Cheddar? Well, Eddie, we already had Jeff Jackson on the show. Uh, he was quite good. So, but uh, no, not at the point yet for uh, for doing uh, second time around. 
Although I would always welcome in the CEO of the uh, orders for sure. We'll see. But uh, new, not uh, not double J. Gretzky, uh, no, uh, no. That'd be nice to get the Wayne man on, but uh, not W uh, W G. Not the uh, the case. Hey guys, winter and snow is nice till February. Then it could all just get lost. February and March are miserable months in Alberta. See, it's funny. My memories of February are never that bad. February, growing up on the farm, February is the one month I always remember. A, we had cows calving back in January, which looking back on it was rather stupid. But nonetheless, we did it. And February, then it would warm up. And we'd have all the straw bedding out for the cows. And you could go lay in there and have like a nap on a Saturday. And I'd wake up and there'd be like 15 calves all huddled right around you. It was great. So... Those are my memories of February. I'm sure there's been some cold days, but January, I find, is the worst month. January is like, whew, freeze the old barnacles off, as they like to say. Not to age myself, but... Hey, guys, is it Stoff from Brad? Well, he's on the road. No, you know, I talked to Stoff. I told him he should come on the show. I'd have no problem with it. Why not? So, might happen. Don't uh, don't rule it out. So, oh, we... <laughs> Be a lot of laughs, a little stuff on the show. Lots of, like, I don't know, it would probably, I'd have to go down, man, I'd have to stock up on Red Bull, though. That's the thing. That'd have to be a lot, like, I'd have to get a cooler. Gotta have a lot of Red Bull there. So, that would be good. Hey, Gregor, what about Tim Peel? <sighs> Trust me, I would never be that desperate. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. Like, there are certain things in life. Imagine being so gutless to post a private message publicly. And then act like you're cool. What a fool. So that's all I'll say about that. To uh, quote Forrest, we can move on from that. Uh, Edmonton Oilers taking on the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. And what a line juggling. And I, I, I was, we talked about it yesterday. I was fine if they wanted to move around the D pairs. But Cody Cece, Cody Cece's actually been their most consistent defender. He's going to play tonight with uh, with Broberg, it looks like. Bouchard and Ekholm stay together, and Brett Kulak will move up to the right side and play with Nurse. Now, part of me thinks, hey, they want to move Broberg to the left side. It makes sense. Right? Like, Let's give the kid a, an opportunity to play on his natural side. No problem with it. right? Are they going to go with seven defensemen? I guess, but if you're going with seven, like, I need to see the minutes of, of Cody Cece before I'm going to get too upset about this. But it is perplexing to me. He's been their most consistent defender this year, and it's not really close. Right? Two years ago, he was excellent. Last year, played through an injury. Tough year. But he's been very solid this season. If you were going to move someone out of the top four, I wouldn't have guessed CeCe over Bouchard. Not at all. And I know people, well, you can't play Bouchard with Broberg. Why? They played last year. If they're your third pairing, why can't you play them together five on five? What's a big problem? I don't see it being that devastating of a pairing. Well, maybe they would start doing it at home, and maybe they wait until that five-day stretch of practices. Maybe that's when the change. But I'm curious. I need to see. I don't want to freak out because, trust me, I was thinking about it. But I'm, I'm going to serenity now and wait and see what the TOI is tonight for the defenseman. That's That's what I'll be looking at. Uh, Oilers come in 5-11-1. Hurricanes are 10-7-1. The uh, goals against, oof, Oilers at 3.9. Carolina's at 3.2. And keep in mind, Carolina allowed 33 goals in their uh, first seven games. And uh, have now really clamped down, only allowing 21 in their last 10. So this will uh, this will be a tough test. Uh, they got the special teams uh, in Carolina's favor. Their power plays at 24.6%. Oilers are only at 217 Penalty kill, Carolina at 79.3. Orders down at uh, 72.7. Again, not uh, not ideal. And it'll be Skinner versus Ranta in uh, goal. Of course, uh, Skinner, 4-6-1. and one. Ranta is 5-2, and 2-8-8. Goals against, 8-8-5 uh, save percentage. Uh, Stu Skinner, 3.39 goals against and an 8-73 save percentage. The... Other move, uh, Fogel's back with uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl. Kane, Hyman, Nugent Hopkins. Matthias Janmark, who has not played since October 26th when Charlie Huddy and Doug Waite were inducted into the Order's uh, Hall of Fame. Of course, uh, Janmark got injured that game, did not play in the Heritage Classic, and has not played since. Missed 10 games. But uh, he will draw back in, and he is starting on the third line 
with McLeod and Ryan. And we don't know if it's going to be like Brown and Hamlin, I would think, are, and it's either going to be DeHarnay or uh, you could see Adam Ernie on the left side. So DeHarnay is the seventh defenseman. Maybe they keep him for the penalty kill. We'll see. But um, it's it's a little perplexing to me that we see uh, Cody Cece in the, uh, in the third pairing. But again, I want to see the time on ice before. If, if all of a sudden they're reducing his time on ice significantly, that's a little head scratcher. We'll see. Maybe they've, maybe they've got, there's got to be a reason. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. Not on the road. I'll ask Speck. Did he ask? He might have. So we'll find out. Uh, other news, a busy night in the National Hockey League. If you feel like you you were just itching because there was no games last night, well, don't worry. You will have uh, your fair share of games tonight. Lots starting uh, right at uh, the early games, Chicago and Columbus. Uh, Patrick Laine is back in the lineup. Uh, Devils and Red Wings, Panthers, Bruins, Rangers, Penguins, Jets in Tampa Bay. I play Alberta.ca. Kyle Connor, shots. I'm taking the over. Tampa Bay gives up a lot of shots. You have the uh, Tage Thompson-less Sabres taking on the surprising Capitals. Capitals win tonight. They're 10-4-2. And, and the orders take them on Friday afternoon. Flyers looking to win their sixth in a row. They're taking on the uh, Islanders, who have only won six games this season. They're 6-6-5. Six, six, and five. We'll just lose an overtime or a shootout tonight, and then they're 6-6-6. Six, six, six. Nice. Blues and Coyotes. Flames and Nashville. Calgary uh, wins this game in regulation. They actually have a chance to be in the wall card spot at the end of the night. Pretty good game in Dallas. You have the 13-win Golden Knights against the 12-win Dallas Stars. Canadians on the West Coast in Anaheim to take on the Quackers. We'll talk about Montreal a little bit later uh, today in the show with Tony Marinero. And you have uh, the Sharks and Seattle and whew, quite the battle of defensemen tonight in Colorado. Quinn Hughes for Vancouver and Kale McCarr. For the Avs. And uh, as good of a start as Quinn Hughes is off to, uh, make no ba- debate, he's off to a great start. But uh, Kale McCarr, do not uh, do not count out old uh, C-Mac on the back end. Uh, he has 27 points. He actually has a higher point per game than Hughes. Hughes has played two more games. He has 30 points, 1.58 points per game. McCarr has 27 points in 17 games, 1.59. So very close. Very close. But... That will be uh, that'll be quite the game to watch. If you like uh, fluid, good moving puck defensemen, or good puck moving defensemen who can wheel, oof, that is the game to watch after the uh, Oilers Carolina game. Now, guys, I actually like these pairings more. Brober gets steady, and on his natural side, Kulak and Nurse smooth skating. I think there must be a, a trade coming soon. What do you think about uh, Xavier Borgo for Montembeau? Why do the orders need an unproven goalie? Right? That, that to me, that doesn't make sense. Right? Like, why are they going after Montombo? Like, unless they think, okay, we really believe that this guy is going to become a legit NHL goaltender. Right? Or, you know, they're like, he just needs to play more. Right? He's, he's being up and down. Uh, in the NHL since 2018-19, played 11 games, 14 games, then 38 and 40 the last two years in Montreal. 891 save percentage two years ago, 901 last year. He is at 908, decent in eight games this season. Right? It's okay. Maybe he's, now, he's 27 years of age, so maybe, and he just turned 27, by the way, in October. So maybe he's a late developing guy. Maybe. But I, I'd be more com- if I'm giving up on Xavier Borgo, and giving up is probably the wrong word. But if I'm trading Xavier Borgo, I want to do it for a little bit more established goalie. You heard Kevin Woodley on Monday talk about the importance of having a veteran partner for Stuart Skinner. There's just so much that the goalie can learn from a veteran partner, right? It, it doesn't, you know, the goalie coach is just certain things are not going to be able to help you with that a veteran will be able to. It's like that veteran defense pair. You can have the best defense coach, but guess what? The D pair who's playing the game at that time, he gives a different perspective. Gives a lot of experience. Duncan Keith in Edmonton. Bouchard raved about him. And it's just like leadership. There's lots of things, right? Like I still look back at Connor McDavid. He's never really had that in his career. You know, like you had Milan Lucic. And I'm sorry, but that Lucic wasn't, you know, the, uh, the best Leadership role model. 
here. No, nor was Pat Maroon. I, they've never really had that. So I don't know. Montembeau, I'm not overly high on Torrio Moms on uh, Montembeau. He might, he might end up being good. I'm not sure if it's, that's the guy I would be looking at if I was the, uh, if I was the Edmonton owners. I, I would look at uh, at other possibilities, but that's just me. So we shall see. Uh, on the show today, uh, your Remchuk will be by from Motors Nation. Uh, Shane Willis, former NHLer, Hurricanes analyst, will join us. We will have our uh, who is it big guest in stu- uh, at Wednesday, uh, top three o'clock. Uh, Spec will be by Tony Marinero, uh, Ben Steiner. What happened? What happened, Canada? What a gag job last night for the national men's. Soccer team, that was brutal. You lost to Jamaica, Connor Halley. Jamaica, you were up a three to one on aggregate. What you're up one nothing in the game. Then you finally get back up. You're up four three in the aggregate. You, you make the subs. You bring in your defensive guys. I get it's a handball. It's kind of unfortunate, but still, you end up losing the game and losing because you gave up uh, more goals at home than uh, Jamaica did at home. Like, that is a kick. Now, I know that they've got one, a one-off still to get to the uh, Copa Americas, right? Um, is it Trinidad they're playing? TNT, yeah. TNT, yeah. So, won't be easy, but I just, man, they really gassed it last night. Yeah, and I, I think that the people that are just getting into Canadian international soccer, you, you had a lot of fun with the games in Edmonton and qualifying for the World Cup and all that. But the fans who have been uh, following this program long term, I think this is more of the thing they're used to. Opportunities blown, uh, things just not going right, uh, maybe mismanaged squads. So we'll see how they rebound. They still have that opportunity, but you're right, Gregor. They blew it. They had a great oh. chance last night and let it slip through their fingers. Man, they had a chance to tie the game with like two and a half minutes and just a terrible header attempt in front. That was tough to watch, too. But Jonathan. Oof. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Your Chuck joins us on Sports 1440 live on Owners Nation YouTube. 225. Welcome back to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 live on Oilers Nation. YouTube is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. I mentioned uh, 40 mil up for grabs tonight in Lotto 649. Maybe you're feeling lucky. What numbers would you use? Do you have the same numbers? Do you use them all the time? Just go random. They say, technically, if you play this, your same numbers, eventually they will come up. Not sure it'll be in your lifetime, but uh, eventually the odds are they will come up. That's what they say. I'm not committed enough. I couldn't do it. I've always changed. Let's get to the uh, oil report brought to you by VolvoCarsEdmonton.com. And uh, they have a great sale going on until the end of the month. Their uh, Black Friday sale where you can get... 7,500. That's right, 7,500 off any 2023 vehicle. Yes, 60 sleek ride. I love it. Or the XC90, XC60. If you're into the SUV, need a little more storage space, like to ride a little bit higher. They got all the bells and whistles. Love the new cruise control. You just sit back on the highway, it slows down, speeds up for you. It's amazing. Love it. Check it out. Volvo Cars, Edmonton. Dot com as uh, Tyler Uremchuk from uh, OrdersNation.com uh, joins us. Uh, are you in Philadelphia, Ty? City, Greg. I leave, I, I, I'm in New York City right now. I leave to Philly in the morning, so I've been cruising around New York today. New York City. Uh, what uh, What are you doing in New York City? I've never been, so nice little vacation with the girlfriend. We went and saw Book of Mormon last night, which is like a musical play from the creators of South Park. It was hilarious. We're going to go see Hamilton tonight. And, oh. uh, really just cruising around, exploring a little bit. Wow. Jeez, look at you, all artsy, eh? Who Ooh. knew? Yeah. Who knew? All cultured. I, I like it. Have you, ro- have you ridden the subway yet? Yeah, we came in on the subway from the airport. It is certainly an experience. And then tomorrow we're taking the train to uh to philadelphia to see frank so uh, i'm sure that will also be another experience so you're there for thanksgiving is it is this like uh um how is this sarah valley thanksgiving is is frank the tank and you know like he's serving up uh turkey what's he doing what's going on uh well if you know frank you know he doesn't exactly do a lot of cooking so he told me he bought a pre-made thanksgiving pack where you just throw all this stuff in the oven oh, and then it's God. done. <laughs> that is so, so we'll that. frank. Oh, my goodness. That is classic. Oh, what a legend. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, Edmonton orders are in Carolina tonight to take on the Hurricanes. Uh, this is when when you're on the skids. This is like one of the worst matchups ever. The orders don't have a lot of success in Carolina. They don't have a lot of success overall against the Hurricanes. Only five wins in the last fourteen games against the Canes. But uh, I guess hey, you never know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Skinner's back between the pipes. No surprise. The big surprise, of course, was they juggle up the deep airs, which to me isn't a major shock, but. That Cody Cease, who's been your most consistent defenseman, at least in practice, was now in your third pair. I, I'll, I'll wait to freak out when I see what the time on ice is for the players. But like, what's your initial reaction to Cody Cece moving down the lineup and Brett Kulak going up? Well, the Kulak thing really surprises me because we've never really seen Kulak and Nurse play in ex- like any time at all. Never mind an extended period. Like I think over the last two years. Nurse has played something like 1,800 five-on-five minutes and only 90 of them, I think, are with Brett Kulak. So I'm interested to see. That's a pairing that should skate pretty well. Um, And Cody Cece, you mentioned being one of your more consistent defensemen. Maybe it's just the idea that they want three more trustworthy pairings. Like, is it just spreading the love out a bit? Give a guy like Philip Broberg, if he's the one that draws in on the left side, maybe you give Broberg a bit more support and feel like you can play him a bit. So maybe it's spreading the love. I'm with you, though. I'm not going to freak out until we see the results and end up seeing what the time on ice is. But moving CeCe down, at least on the surface, appears it wouldn't be the move I would make. Let's put put it that way. Yeah. No, uh, that's fair. Like, Hey, if if they put Broberg and Bouchard together, and you put uh, and you want to switch CC and put him with Ekholm, you know I could kind of see that, but yeah. you know, we'll see. Hey, uh, some changes work, and, and when you don't expect them to, uh, Matthias Janmark draws back in the lineup tonight. He'll play with uh, Ryan, or sorry, with Ryan and McLeod. Um, the uh, McLeod Fogel uh, coach wanted to play him together. Well, that didn't last very long. Um, you know, Dry Settle McDavid together. Like, I guess it's because Hyman and Kane have played well, so you can do it, but. I'm not sure I love it long-term. I'm with you, too. Like I always say, you know, if you're in a best-of-seven series and you're down 3-1 and you're like, we need a spark and we need to win this next game, then sure, put McDavid and Drysaddle together. But if you're looking at it from the perspective the Oilers are, which is you need to win like 60 to 70% of your hockey games for a significant stretch of time here to get back into this, I don't know if I like it. I think you need them split up. I think you need them elevating those other top six, top six pieces around them. And playing them together, it's just, it's so all in. And I look at, uh, you're right, Hyman and Kane are playing fine. Nugent Hopkins, you know, isn't having a superstar season by any stretch or an amazing season by any stretch. But I just still think McDavid and Drysettle separated over a 10 to 10, 20 game stretch. That allows the pieces around them to be elevated. And that gives you the best chance of going 15 and 5 at some point, which is what you're going to need. Tyler Ramchuk uh, joins us. So, how long can the orders wait? And do you have a goalie? Let's just assume that the, the asking price is similar. Is there a goalie that you would go after if you were Ken Holland and Jeff Jackson? The easy one, and I know Frank wrote about it today over at Daily Faceoff, the easy option might be James Reimer if you can convince him to waive his no-trade clause just because the Red Wings have... Billy Huso and Alex Lyon on their NHL roster. They're probably fine with running Huso and Lyon. Reimer, older, pending UFA, $1.5 million against the cap. It shouldn't be that high in terms of the acquisition cost. So if you're looking for a Band-Aid solution, I think James Reimer is probably the guy. When you compare him to like a Jake Allen, he's $2.something million cheaper. Way easier to acquire and to fit in. If you're looking at the deals where, okay, you're going to pay the price to offload a Jack Campbell, my guy would be Mackenzie Blackwood. I look at him, young option, has some upside, has played pretty well for a god-awful San Jose team this year. San Jose is one of the few teams in the league that could absorb Campbell's cap hit this season and next year. And again, they should be itching to get first-round picks and high-end prospects into that system. So if you could trade a first and a third with Campbell and get a guy like Blackwood, that's the slam dunk move for me. But if you're going to pick around the edges a little bit and just get a bit of a Band-Aid stopgap solution, it's probably James Reimer. Well, the thing about Reimer, even Allen, and after listening to Kevin Woodley, and you know, so many players have talked about having a veteran goalie. Like That's why I'm not really in on Montembeau. Blackwood would make more sense to me because he's more established. And I think the high and the high end upside from for him is much higher than Montembeau, at least in my opinion right now. So 
Um, but, you know, I could understand the uh, the Reimer situation. I'm just not sure Detroit's ready to, to get rid of him just yet. I, I You know, I think that's a team that wants to make the playoffs for at least stay in the hunt. Yeah, and that's fair. And maybe it's one of those things where he's not even available for another month. And the other thing, too, here is, like, if you're going to go after, again, a Blackwood or someone who's worth a little more, Frank's been floating out the name Carol Vamelka, which I think would be unreal if you could find a way to get your hands on him and offload Jack Campbell in the process. But, like, if you're Ken Holland right now, how comfortable are you giving up your first-round pick? Like, you probably have to, like, top 10 protect it if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah, interesting. God, could you imagine? <laughs> Trade away your first and then you completely gas it and end up giving up away a top 10. Yeah, that would, uh, that would not be ideal. I would assume it would be a top 10 protected. I don't, I've seen, who was the team that traded their first? Yeah, that last year, I think it was. And they were in like eighth at the deadline and there's like top 10 protected. I'm like, uh, I chuckled only because, you know, they're just protecting themselves. We all knew it wasn't going to happen. I can't remember who that was. I got to look, but it was, uh, it was, uh, Florida and Montreal when they did the Ben Sherrod deal or something like that. I want to say Is that Florida was on the verge of missing the playoffs for a little bit. The other one that was popular was, remember, Ottawa only got, I think it's Stutzla, because the Sharks tanked for a year after getting Carlson, right? Yeah, well, they they got another top pick because of, uh, um, well, no, it was because of the Matt Duchesne trade. The, the Colorado oh, yeah. got it, right? Colorado got it because uh, they tanked and then um, in the Duchesne deal, and that's how Colorado, and they didn't get Makar out of it, but they got... Um, uh, the guy out of uh, the Vancouver Giants, uh, the other young defenseman that I like. So Byram, Byram, yeah. That so they got him at four. So yeah, that wasn't bad at all. Um, the uh, the Hurricanes, I know, like the Hurricanes are a very good team, Ty. But to me, when I watch the Hurricanes, I'm like, if I was a fan, I'd be annoyed because I'm like, we're the exact same team as we've been for the last five years. We're good in the regular season. We've got good defense. We don't give up a lot. We have depth scoring top to bottom, but we don't have a game breaker. And come playoff time, we lose because we don't have a game breaker. Yeah, I feel like we can script out the rest of the hurricane season pretty well here because it's exactly what's happened the last number of years. Like, all right, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to look great in the regular season. We're going to have conversations about how, oh, they'll rely on their team play and they'll just grind you. Rod Brindamore's good coaching. That'll beat every team in the East. And then they'll run into New York, who's got Panarin looking like a Hart Trophy contender or a healthy Jack Hughes in New Jersey. And then they'll just be totally hooped because they don't have the star power and they don't have game breakers. And in a best-of-seven series, sometimes or almost all the time, you need a superstar who can steal a game or two for you or have a big moment or two for you in the clutch. And you're right, the Canes just don't have that. I think they are stuck as just a really good regular season team. And until they either get insanely lucky with like a late first-round pick that turns into a Kucherov or they back up the Brinks truck for someone in terms of assets and a trade or free agency, they're just always going to be a good regular season team. Yeah, no, totally true. Uh, Tyler Amtrak from uh, Orders Nation joins us. The uh, Oilers have five games before they have a five-day break. Uh, it's not a bye week. It's just a schedule. It's almost like they have two bye weeks this year, lots of teams. And uh, that's when the Oilers come. They're in Winnipeg next Thursday. Then they have the first till the fifth off. They play Carolina, actually, on the 6th of November. Uh, to me, they got to tread water, at least be 2-2-1 two, two and one in, the, in those five games. Prior to that, uh, ideally, 3-2 uh, and two or better. But... In those four or five games, that's when we're going to find out really what Knobloch and Coffee do to this team because that's you got four straight days of practice. They will be able to implement everything they want, and then we'll really see what we have here because right now I think it's patchwork here or there. They haven't really drilled down into anything. I haven't noticed any glaring noticeable changes in anything. Um, and I think, honestly, Ty, I'm going to say those five days, that will decide the order season. What was the word used to describe December 15th? Like, that's your breaking point for this team? Like, we'll know whether or not they're turning it around by the 15th, and I think that's honestly fair. Survive this next little stretch here. If you can go 3-2 and two or whatever, good. And then in that stretch coming out of your long break, you need to have the pedal to the floor. You probably need to start going on a 4-1, and 5-0, and 3-1-1 oh, and one stretch at that point. Oh, God, yeah. You're gonna, well, they got six games in a row coming out of that five-day break, all at home, every second day, no travel, a few teams on the second half of back-to-back. If you can't take advantage of it then, I'm not sure you ever can. Yeah, I think you're bang on with that, Like especially coming out of it and being on home ice. A lot of times after those long breaks, you'll hit the road or whatever. You can't use rest as, an, as a thing because it's not back-to-back. 
you can't sit there and be like, oh, well, we're thrown off because there's too many days in between games. I saw some fans were like, hey, I wonder if their early season struggles is because they didn't play enough. And I no. like, oh, my God, is that really the excuse we're going to use here? But you're right. Every second day on home ice after a long break, you absolutely have to turn it around at that point. Or I, I think, I don't know, it's, it's a draft lottery watch for us, again, in the Edmonton media and Edmonton fan base. You're in New York. The uh, Rangers are on fire. The Islanders are a tire fire at uh, six, six, and five. Um, oh, how the '80s dynasties have fallen! But what do you make of the Islanders and uh, their head coach or their general manager? I saw the article the other day saying there's no reason for them to uh, to give Lou Lamarillo an opportunity to fire a coach and hire someone else if they're going to make a change. It should be the GM. What's the what's the the feeling in New York about the Islanders and Rangers? Uh, you see a lot more Rangers stuff posted up and around, and around. Granted, that's because I'm in New York City. But with the Islanders, I think you're bang on with Lou. I mean, we talked about the Hurricanes, knowing exactly what they are. We've known exactly what the Islanders have been for the last five, six years. And granted, they did go out and take their swings and go get a Bo Horvat, but really not enough ceiling there. Like, they traded for him when his value was at his absolute highest. They have been, for the longest time now, a team that defends well, plays a decent system, but not enough game breakers up front. And I feel like if, if you're sitting there running the Islanders and you look at Lou Lamorello's tenure, you go, man, you are locked in. Like, go look. They barely have any oh, pending UFAs. Like, again. all these guys are locked in again for the next two or three years. And it's like, how can you even begin to make changes unless you're just going to start having a bunch of gnarly buyouts on the books? So I think the Islanders, if you, want, if you were to rank teams in terms of how far away they are from being a true cup contender – like, I would have the Islanders incredibly far down the list because I don't think they get back there until they tear it all down, and that will take a number of years. It's fair. Ty, uh, enjoy the play tonight uh, and the game and uh, uh, Frank's giving, and uh, we will talk to you next week. <laughs> Frank's giving, that is good. Thanks, Greg. That's uh, Tyler Uremchuk from uh, Oilers Nation. Look at him getting all uh, artsy. Well, hey, if you go to New York, you got to go see a play for sure. It's, you know... Some of the greatest in, in the world are there. And why not? Fantastic stuff. I think, you know, the, obviously, if, if you've never been to New York, it's one of those cities uh, that I recommend you go to. Like, there is so much to do. The f- and if you like food, oh, my goodness. They they got any type of food you want. And, man, it is good. I oof. And, and it depends. Like, you go to a certain area. Like you go to Soho, you're going to get unbelievable Italian. So kind of depends on what you want. Uh, 240 on the Wednesday edition of the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. When we return, Shane Willis, former uh, NHLer, uh, now analyst for the Hurricanes, will join us and talk about the consistency that is the Canes, but a consistency that hasn't got them over the hump. Will this be the year they take a swing? We'll find out next. 245, how are you? Jason Greger. Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440, live on Orders Nation. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. YouTube. Oilers in Raleigh tonight. North Carolina to uh, take on the Hurricanes who who have been... uh, have been pretty dominant over the orders uh, in the McDavid era. Five wins in 14 games for Edmonton in that time. So uh, a tough one tonight, uh, considering uh, they're not playing well in the Hurricanes. Uh, after a, a very uncharacteristic start defensively, where they were leaking goals all over the place, uh, 33 in their first seven games. But uh, since then, they've only allowed 21 goals in their last 10 games. They've gone 7-3. and three, And uh, they're the team that many people expected them to be. The Oilers... They're still trying to be the team that many expected them to be. As we go around the NHL, brought to you by McDonald's. And hey, just a reminder that uh, McDonald's Fan Day deals are back. You can enjoy a Big Mac, McChicken, or a Filet-A-Fish sandwich for only $4. Plus tax with the McDonald's app. Uh, so check it out today at McDonald's. We are joined now by a former NHLer and a analyst for the uh, Hurricanes, Shane Willis. Joins us once again, and uh, Shane, um, it's interesting, the Hurricanes, uh, the first seven games, people must be like, what is going on? Because it was uh, very uncharacteristic uh, for this team. Uh, they've been one of the best defensive teams for years, and, you know, early, I don't know, goaltending played a part in it, but, um, you know, some bad luck, but it, it was kind of strange watching it. Uh, how was it being close thinking, what is going on? Because you probably hadn't seen that in five years. Well, it was a lucky start, to say the least, for the Carolina Hurricanes, I think, the fans were definitely reaching for the panic button early in this season. But I think there's a lot of things that had to do with that because the Canes come out of the gates as the odds-on favorite out of Vegas to win the Stanley Cup. So expectations go through the roof for our fan base. And a couple, and not even bad games, just rough games through the start, as you mentioned, giving up far too many goals that this team never does. And you're looking at a 500 record. But going into the last game against the Penguins, a strong message from the captain and Jordan Stahl saying we're not a 500 team. If we're going to keep playing like this, not everyone's going to be on board. We're going to be in trouble. And they turn things around with a decisive victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, you know what? I look at the Canes and, man, I don't see many weaknesses. Like when Orloff's on your third pairing, for goodness sakes, like they, they probably got the best defense core in the NHL, no question. But I do want to talk about the one guy on the D that maybe doesn't get a lot of fanfare, but they're pretty high in his future in Chatfield. Um what does he do best, Shane? And on any other team, you know, would he potentially be a top four guy? There's no question that Jalen Chatfield, I think, could continue to develop into a top four player. But he's such a solid five six guy right now. And as you mentioned, the depth of the Carolina Hurricanes adding Tony D'Angelo back in. Although going into tonight's game, it looks like D'Angelo is out. Chatfield is back in, in more of a defensive, solidifying role. The first thing that jumps out at me about Jalen Chatfield is you look about his career and how he's gotten to where he's been. Character, character guy. How hard he works on a daily basis and what he can bring to the table defensively. The next thing that will jump out is the way he skates. And I think we know any player in the National Hockey League now has to be able to skate up and down the ice. The style and the system of the Hurricanes works very well for a guy who can skate because he has a green light to jump up into the play. He has a great shot. But again, defensively, I think pairing up with Dmitry Orlov, a guy who really likes to go and wants to play more, Chatfield can be that lockdown-style guy that if a matchup gets off, and I think that's the biggest thing when you face the Oilers, you have to look at matchups and where Rod Burnmore looks is at his decor. If Jalen Chatfield gets on the ice and McDavid and Dreisaitl happens to come over the boards in a switch, there's a very comfortable situation for the Hurricanes knowing that he's on the ice. I look at the Hurricane Shane, I've watched him, and man, they're deep top to bottom. I still think they miss that, like, dynamic offensive guy. Sebastian is a heck of a player, but I don't put him in the category of Matthews or McKinnon or those type of guys. And I know that St. Louis did it, so you can make the argument that the Cup can be won that way. But, you know, when, when you look at the teams that have won lately, uh, high-end talent definitely is on the radar for, for lots of them. Um, Patrick Kane is out there as a free agent. When I look at the Hurricanes, and if I look at Patrick Kane, I'm like, man, where's a better team that I'm going to get a chance to win, like right away, than in Carolina? Like, why isn't this like why isn't this happening? Because to me, it would seem like a win-win for both sides. I think Don Waddell is one of the 
contagious general managers out there of the way he gets these deals done. I think Dimitri Orlov was a little bit of a surprise to everybody in the summer, and we were all over him right from the start. So he goes about things very quietly. And I can guarantee you that our owner, Tom Dundon and Don Waddell, have had serious conversations okay. about a guy like Patrick Kane. He's not afraid to spend. Tom Dundon is not afraid to spend to the cap. He wants to win as much as anyone inside that locker room. And they will look at this very hard, I'm sure. Rod Brindamore, on the other side, looks at things. How does this affect my locker room? And Rod is so strongly believing in the group that he has, the pieces that you add with Michael Bunting, and winning with depth. And we've had this argument around the roundtable, as you mentioned, about that elite and superstar. And everyone in this locker room believes Sebastian Ajo is one of those guys. Andre Svechnikov, when fully healthy, can score 40 to 50 goals if he gets rolling and gets off the schneid. Playing the Edmonton Oilers, he did two hat-tricks last year, so hopefully he gets his first of the year tonight. But to me, the biggest caveat for the Hurricanes to not get over the hump, as you mentioned, is that they face the injury bug at the exact wrong time that you want to each and every year, late in the season, going into the playoffs. And to me, that's the biggest caveat. The Vegas Golden Knights winning last year didn't have a guy go out. Yeah, And winning a Stanley Cup, that's going to be a huge factor, and the Hurricanes have lost key pieces in the playoffs these past couple of years. And a lot of those key pieces, unfortunately, have to be in goal, right? And uh, Freddie Anderson's banged up again as Shane Willis joins us, analyst for the uh, Hurricanes. Uh, what's the update on his status? Uh, how long's he out? Uh, they do have lots of depth, though, so that's the good thing about the, the three-headed monster in goal. But, you know, Freddie Anderson's health, Shane, has seemed to let them down just at, like, the worst time. Maybe it's good that he's, he's injured early in the year. That means he might, might be injured late in the year. For any player, I think this is probably one of the scariest injuries when you leave because there's no timetable on Freddie Anderson dealing with a blood clot issue. Um, a very scary situation for not only a professional athlete, but for anyone when they receive this news. So the good news for Freddie Anderson, some of the best doctors in the world here in the Triangle area continue to evaluate, analyze his situation. There's been no updates since the original statement on Freddie Anderson. He's been dealing with this, and the Hurricanes now will go with Ronta and Kochetkov releasing Halak from the professional trial um, just this week. The comfort level, I think, in this homestand is Auntie Ranta. When you look at his record, 24-3-2 when he starts inside PNC Arena. And Kochetkov still growing and maturing and going through that process that every young player does, especially difficult in a goaltender situation. But this organization has a huge belief in this young man as well. You mentioned Yaro Halak. Uh, I'd seen some reports that maybe didn't want to go down in a conditioning stint. I don't know. What did you hear as to to why uh, him and the Hurricanes uh, parted ways? Those were the reports I was hearing as well. I think the Hurricanes wanted to add some depth with the goaltending situation with Anderson being an unknown, and they wanted Halak to go into a situation in the Meyer League's to play some games. You have to face some rubber no. that goes beyond practice. And we all know of that. And, you know, Har- Yarrow Halak has earned the right, I guess. He's earned a great career to make those decisions. And he just chose um, that it wasn't his best fit. He just wanted to be in the National Hockey League, and he decided not to take it. So I think there was a substantial offer for the Hurricanes to be in that situation, and it wasn't mutual on both sides. And Yarrow Halak decided to walk away from it. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I guess unless they get another injury in goal, it's it's not necessarily a huge loss for them uh, right now, just because. So uh, you know, we'll see. Look at uh, top to bottom. What's up with Tavo Teravine? And he's not not normally not a huge goal scorer. But he's already got nine snipes. Bounce back year. It's a contract year. Yeah. Every guy does it, right? <laughs> if it was only that um, easy, hey eh, Shane. If it was only right. that easy, <laughs> every guy would do it and, and hit the big time, but. Tavo Teravainen, another guy, difficult injury last year in the playoffs um, with the slash on his wrist, comes back. And coming into the season, when you look at Tavo Teravainen, he gets to know him. He's such a quiet player. He's very reserved. He doesn't say a lot. He's very dry. But you could tell last year he was struggling just with that confidence level. And when he came in this year, he was asked the questions, what do you need to do to get going? He goes, I need my confidence to come back. And the coaching staff have really leaned on Tavo Teravainen to shoot more. Yeah. And he's listening to me. He's come out, and every goal scorer will tell you, if you get one early, you can kind of get on a little bit of a roll. And Tavo Teravainen has found his mojo, and they're only five on five, but definitely on the power play for the Hurricanes and utilizing his shot. Now, the flip side of it, the guys were all, of course, giving him the jabs 
last game, he finally got a couple assists and everyone's like, well, now he stopped being selfish and he's passing back to us. Um, <laughs> but I think excited again to be back on his line with Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis, another young player, continues to grow. And it's all about confidence. And I think any former player will tell you when you're feeling it, the net looks huge. It looks like a soccer net. And Tabo Teravina is right there at this moment. Shane, always good to catch up with you. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Uh, orders are definitely uh, in tough. And uh, I'll tell you right now, the uh, Hurricanes, uh, barring a shock, are likely to get a lot of good quality chances based on how the orders have played so far this season. Well, Don Waddell and I were talking today, and I said, do you like a team coming in who's really searching or a team, you know, that's maybe feeling and you're going to play up? The the downfall is that do you play down to your competition? But I think when you look at the stat sheet and you know McDavid and Dreisaitl are on the other side, the Canes will elevate their game defensively and look to get out to a lead and just bring that frustration level back to the Oilers, which they've been facing these past couple of weeks. Awesome. Appreciate it, Shane. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. That is uh, Shane Willis. I was around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. Uh, coming up after Sports 1440 update, uh, we'll have another uh, Who Is It Wednesday guest. And uh, for Who Is It Wednesday guests, you know what? Uh, we always wanted to be, you know, people that, uh, you know, good stories and people that I think the audience are, are aware of, whether it's, you know, in the sporting community, doesn't always have to be players, right? We've had managers on, we've had coaches, we've had former athletes, current athletes, um, trainers, different people involved. And uh, now, now we have someone who I would say every Euler fan connects with very well. That's my big hint today. Coming up next, who is it after Connor Halley and Sports 1440 Update brought to you by BIE Engineering, specializing in all your residential, commercial, and industrial structural engineering needs. Go to BIEENG.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.